God, continue to speak to our minds, our hearts, and our souls. Lord, move me behind the cross. Let the words of my mouth be a meditation unto my heart that is acceptable unto you this day, dear Lord. You are my rock and my redeemer. May all that goes forth be set forth in a spirit known to you and known to us to set us into motion of change. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Usher, thank you for your service. I appreciate all that you give on an ongoing basis, and I thank you even for moving off of the usher's row in a spirit of change. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you ready to change? They may not answer you, but turn to the other neighbor and say, are you ready to change? Now, some people say, I'm ready to change. I really, I know I'm ready to change. The doctor has told me three times what I need to do. One for the Father, one for the Son, one for the Holy Ghost. Amen. My mom and daddy have told me that if I would just change and keep my room clean for three weeks straight, a miracle would happen in our house. My, 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 my auntie even said that if I would just do one of the things on her list, that she would help me out. We've all been offered opportunities to change. But what stops us? This week I did a lot of research on change because I looked at this scripture in the book of Mark. A lot of times we focus in on the gospel simply from the action that it's telling us, but never rolling back yet the information and saying, what does it mean to me? The disciples needed some change. And Jesus asked them the simple questions, who do they say that I am? That is a mind question. That is a thinking question. And as Jesus delved into, they even said, Lord, Peter even asked, so you are the Messiah. Again, a lot of times when we're asking that theological question, that question that means something, some of us even say, it doesn't only mean something that's spoken in the Bible. I know who Jesus is. My mama said, my daddy said, my auntie said. But who do you say that he is for yourself? The key factor here is Jesus said, if you want to be part of me, you will pick up your cross and follow me. It didn't say pick up your neighbor's cross. You can't carry your brother or your sister's cross. You can't even carry your child's cross. The cross that God has designed in your life. Are you ready for change? Because to, in order for us to be disciples of Christ, we have to be willing to leave what is and step into something new. So that's where we are right now, in a spirit of change, because the reality of it is, if some of us get real, real, real honest with ourselves, we don't want to change. We want to do the same thing we have done because it's comfortable. Comfortable. I want somebody who is 17 years old to come sit right here on the front pew. Come now. Come quick. <laughs> 17. 
Give him a hand. Clap away for all the 17 years old. Some people are 17 in the audience, and they're still sitting right where they are because they're like, uh-uh. Like one down there. Right on the front seat. I want you all to remember when you were 17. I want all the 17 thoughts going on. Come on. Raise them up. I want everybody to think 17. These are the ones who are actually 17. I want everybody to think 17. You can come in the corner if you think it's 17. Anybody think it's 17 that really wants to be 17 yet again? Just run right over here and sit with them. <laughs> Y'all not running. Y'all not running. Y'all don't want to be 17 again? <laughs> now we have a couple younger folks that want to sit with them because they're ready to become 17. <laughs> but the ones who have already been 17, do you want to be 17 again? <laughs> I don't understand why they don't want to be your age. Now, isn't 17 a great age? They're on the verge of graduation. Getting ready to step out into the real world. Got it going on. Just can't wait. Bam. I'm 17. I'm on top of the world. Y'all not rushing here. Come on. We're all about... Mom and Gabby, come on down here. Don't you just want to support? You want to? Not again? But see, see, I want y'all to know they're not rushing here because they're already experienced at 17. We learn the lessons in our lives by understanding Scripture, reasoning and thinking in our mind, recognizing our tradition, and having some experience. She said she's going to give y'all some love, show you some love, support y'all. Yeah, but get mom in the hand, talk to her. She's going to support her. Because she knows they have a rough way to go. They think they got it going on. Can't sing a pop enough because when they get to a certain spot. Now, parents, I need all the parents who uh, belong to these 17 years. If you were later to them, just give me a hand, give me a little wave. These are the seven, 17 year old class of 2007, standing on the verge of greatness. And I wanted to do this at the beginning of their year. Because as we celebrate them through the journey of this year, they need our prayers. Because their experience is going to take them into a new space. They're saying goodbye to 12 years of an educational system, a household system, a cocoon nonetheless. And they're getting ready to step into the real world. Parents, don't get upset. I'm trying to paint you a real picture. Because your children's faith is strong enough to help them go through this season. But you gotta help them. You gotta give them some praise. You gotta stay tight with them. Because when they change to the next season, I say when they go to college, you can't even get their grades. When they leave your household, they may not give you the key back. You'll get that later on. Because they're leaving you, but they're going to hold on to your key. The place that you simply said in some of the family disagreements, baby, you don't pay no rent here. 
Oh, I'm going to preach this one on change because I know what it's like to be 17 years old. I put my hands around my 17, my child 17, all the folks' children 17. I understand change. I'm a change agent in the name of Jesus, and I believe right here we got the whole steadfast Pray for these young people. Because it's here where Satan can slip up and say, Hey, it's all good. You don't have to do what your mom and daddy told you to do. You don't even have to be about that. You got nine months to roll. And when you get on your own, it's you and me, baby. I've been waiting for you to get out of that house. Run on with me. Your faith is sufficient to keep you on the right track for Jesus Christ. Your faith is sufficient to keep you on track for Jesus Christ. There's some things y'all have even said to each other. Let me take my robe off because it ain't got hot up here. I don't know about over there, but it ain't got hot up here. You're saying things to one another. We're saying things to one another. That the blessing that comes from our tongue, that ought to be blessing one another. You're not saying what God is saying that you ought to say to one another. You're calling each other out of your name. You're hanging out in places. You're driving to places, telling mom and dad on the cell phone, I'm over here, but you over there. Oh, I'm going to call it like it is. Because I've been 17 years old without a cell phone. But I want you to know that Jesus wants to change and make you anew. He has plans for your life. He has plans for all of our lives. Some of y'all are scared. Some of y'all are afraid. Some of our parents are scared and afraid. Because the world today is not the world we stepped off into 20 years ago. The world today has a technology that can run our children into another place that we're not sure. But God is still God. Take up your cross and follow him. If I were to go down the road and say, do you know the difference between right or wrong? Go down the next road, do you know the difference between right or wrong? Get into the 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s and 70 years and ask a simple question. Do we know the difference between right or wrong? The Word says that we do. But James says, the tongue is a fire. I have a simple prayer that I pray in the morning. Because I know how deep the tongue can get. I say, Lord, wrap your loving arms around my tongue. Let it not speak out of tongue. Let it not say the things you haven't called it to say. Because my tongue can speak before my mind has a chance to think. And my tongue can say things that my heart hasn't meditated on. Don't text message so quickly. It's just like your extra tongue. You're saying it one way, but in technology you're saying it another. It's out there in cyberspace. Don't be quick to lose and take action. One of our young men punched somebody not long ago. And it's not the place we want our scenes being seen, our situations being exposed. But some of us get in a fight, we just go, Stop somebody right up in the face. 
Is that Christian-like? Is that the best way we ought to solve our problems? But some of us have never touched one another right in the jaw. But we sock each other with a tongue. I don't like you. With a few other explanation points on the other side. This is not targeted to you, but I applaud you to recognize what part do you play. No matter who has done whatever it is unto you, what part do you play? Because that is where God can speak unto you and say, you know what? Pick up my cross. I called you to be a holy people. I called you to be an awesome people. I'm you are a chosen generation. I know your story. I know who I called you to be. Will you follow me with all your heart? Will you walk with God? Will you talk with God? Will you pray with God? Will you believe in God? Will you receive Him? Or will you forfeit your life? For a moment in time. Now I'm going to take y'all off the hot seat. Thanks be to God. Turn and look around you and see all the people that ain't 17. Stay up and check them out. Go ahead and stay up and check them out. Go on and see how they look. You know what I mean, old folks? Believe it or not, the same number of years older than you are right now. They were that same number of years the day you were born. They waited for your presence to come into this world. They marveled at they had ten fingers and ten toes. Oh, their nose looks just like Mama's nose. Oh, look at that sweet face. Oh, look at their eyes. Oh, that's my baby. You were what your parents waited for. There was nothing more special than you. That's how God feels about all of us. Because we are nothing more special than how he created us. How special our hearts are. How special our spirits are. How special our gifts are. How special our talents are. How special our nature is. He said, take up your cross and follow me. But in order to receive the cross, we have to be willing to lay down the life we decided we would be. And sometimes they're not different lives. It's just how we choose to walk them out. Because when we're walking out only by humanity standards, only by man and human nature standards, we got it going on. We don't have to consult with nobody. We don't have to say nothing to nobody. We got it going on all by ourselves. And that's how we like it. Thanks be to God for his grace. Because if each one of these persons could give you their story and testimony of 17, 18, 19, 21, 24, 28, 27, 32, 55, 99, 69, 89, there are things that are going on in my life that God is still making fresh in the middle. 
do you want God's wisdom so you can hear from him? Do you want God's knowledge to accept the life that he's given unto you? For your greatness by yourself, there's a lot of things you say, tell mom and dad, I got this, I can do this by myself. But God offers us help every day. You're not weak because you accept the help of a loving God. What I want to just close with is when you give yourself permission to carry the cross God has for you. You choose to follow him anywhere all over the world. But doesn't mean there'll be no trials and tribulations, doesn't mean there won't be situations, but you will follow him because your heart is convinced. It doesn't mean everything is made perfect, doesn't mean that you'll never sin again, it just means your mind is made up to do something new. That means change is okay. It's not about staying stagnant in a situation. Every one of us has a household that we can run a, a bath water. Some of us prefer to take a shower, but we can run bath water. I want you to picture this. You ran bath water this morning at 6 a.m. It's still sitting in the bathtub, waiting for you to come back. Everything that's been floating around in the air in your house, mosquitoes, you know something snuck under the door since you've been out. Little, little brown spiders and stuff. You know, this is the summer. We down here at the coast. And I want you to think about getting in that bath water tonight at 6 p.m. Are you ready to take a bath in that water? How about you in the back? You ready to take a bath in that water? It's been sitting there all day. Stagnant. Ain't moved. It's just sitting there in the bathtub. And if it's sitting in the children's bathtub, it may have a little cleanse in it, you know, because they didn't run, erase that down off of the side of the tub, you know. You know the, you know the cleanser that you say, keep wiping off of the side, thank you for cleaning the tub. That's all sitting there. Do you want to take a bath and cleanse yourself in that water? Do you want to drink of that water? You said, ew. That's a terrible picture, Pastor King. Why would you paint a picture like that for us? Because when we don't pick up the cross that God has for our life, our life becomes like that stagnant bath water, just kind of hanging. Not necessarily dirty on the surface. Not really, really clean. Definitely don't have no bubble bath in it. Leave it there for about a week. Go use the other bathroom in the house. You hoping it ran out the drain. Because the bottom line is stagnant water will smell. Stagnant spirits smell. When we do nothing and we refuse to carry the cross that Jesus Christ has set aside in our lives, we become stagnant in our faith. We won't walk the walk he said walk. We won't talk the talk he said talk. We won't bless nobody. We won't give nothing away. We won't help a child get in the college. We just sitting and saying, God good. Praise be to the 
Lord. We still got to praise Him. We still got to shout about it. We still got to love Him. But we got to get up and do something because God has said, carry my cross. I'm not a change agent by myself. I came into a change agent church that had decided to sit down for a while. We had a change agent denomination that decided to become a club after a while. But the world is such that there are people's souls that need to be saved. There are children that need to come off of crack cocaine. They need somebody to say, the Lord loves you. They need to say, baby, you are forgiven. They need to say, I'll walk with you to the end of the earth because that's what my cross is about. They need to know by faith we are here. We need to pick up our cross and walk in it until God says so. Take it all the way to the end of the wall. Take it all the way back because there's a child's life that needs to be saved. We are on the threshold of change and some of us are sitting like stagnant water in a bathtub. To the students, I graduated from high school 30 years ago. And I'm going back to see about some of my friends, where they are, what's happened in their life. But if any one of them doesn't know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, it doesn't matter that I was the girl they were calling and say, girl, where's the party? You know where it is and you need to tell us. I didn't have a driver's license because we used to take the sub. But I would get my mama and daddy to drive us to the party. You know, my mama would say, don't make me have to come in because I won't be cute. I'll have my rollers in my head because it's time for me to go to bed. But I'm going to give you till 11.31 to come out of there. Now, if I had to come in there at 11.32, it won't be pretty. So I'm saying to all my seniors, I'll give you my best. I'll help you do everything that you can. I'll pray with you and stand with you and talk with your mom and daddy. But don't lie to me. Because when I go before the throne of grace, I want my cross to be right for Jesus Christ. I want you to be the best God has called you to be. I want your life transformed in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to be able to look up and say, I know that young man. I want you to know God loves you. And I don't want you to have no mistake. No, this ain't a cute message about change. But I say, St. Paul, we are on notice. If we to be the beacon of light on this corner, we better stand up, let the water out the bathtub, and stand boldly on the throne of grace and say, I'm a change agent for Jesus Christ. Now what you want to do? Satan, get thee behind me. You are all the souls of the children on this corner. And anybody who wants to carry their cross, I invite you to stand. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah.
thank you for an awesome Sunday. Oh, God, we thank you for Reverend King and the sermon that she has given us, oh, Lord Jesus, and she served Satan notice this morning. Oh, Father, that we're reclaiming our children. We're reclaiming the community. Oh, Father, we're willing to do our part. Oh, God, we thank you for every child that's here. We thank you for the 17-year-olds. We thank you for the seniors. We thank you for the kindergarten. We thank you for first grade, second, third, all the children, oh, Father. But, oh, Master, we thank you for those that are fed, good. And so we're going to support you as you make your journey. Oh, God, we thank you for what you're doing in our lives. So, Father, we've said that we'll do our part. Father, we said that we would reach wherever you have put in our path. And, oh, God, the minister has challenged every last person here today to look at things a little different. Oh, Father, the pastor has challenged us this morning to see if we ourselves are standing and swimming in sail and water that's just staying the same, just stagnant, oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, but, Father, we want to move the way that you would have us to move. Oh, Father, we want to talk as you would have us to talk, and we want to work as you would have us to work. Oh, Father, we realize that there are so many that just need a word. And, oh, Father, that word is all housed up in each and every last one of us. So, God, we ask you that we would do, that you would show us to go to places that you would have us to go. Oh, Father, that you would put us where you would have us to be, that your name might be glorified. Oh, Father, that the boys and girls might be able to work out their soul salvation. And we all know that we did our part, oh, Father, but we just didn't sit by and say business as usual. Now, Father, we ask you that you would bless Reverend King and bless the vision that we would all stand under the vision. And, oh, Father, see your salvation come as only you would have it to come. Father, we ask all the blessing. We ask it in your name this morning. We ask you a special blessing upon the sick, upon bread, upon all those, oh, Father, that you know already that are sick and need you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for today. We welcome your presence. We feel your presence. We're anointed by your presence. And, oh, Father, we ask you that you would help us as we will go day by day to do your will. It is in Jesus' name. It is in Jesus' name. Church, if it is in Jesus' name, it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen, amen.